Gemara Yemamot, Daf Kof Aleph, Rama Sechet being studied, Fuash Shelema, Shimon Ben Simcha, Enna Refanalo, Betoch Shal Chole Amo Yisrael. Amen. So we're beginning the new Perek, and uh, this is uh, the Perek called Mitzvat Chalitza. Till now we talked about the Mitzvah Yibum. However, the Torah does tell us that in the case where Yibum is not going to be performed, there is another ceremony. It is called the Mitzvah of Halitza. So the Mishnah is going to begin to give us some of the laws surrounding this ceremony. Mitzvah Halitza Bishlosha Dayanim. The Mitzvah of Halitza needs judges. It needs three judges. Afilu Shiloshtan Hediotot. Even if the three of them taught uh, means amateurs, meaning they don't have simicha. In the olden days, they used to be so make simicha, not simicha like you make on an animal, or not like simicha that they do today where you just give you a paper, but it was actually that you had to be part of a mesora all the way back. You only could be nismach from somebody that was uh, also had a simicha, and it goes all the way back to Moshe, like we read in this week's parashah with the 70 zikinim that were nismach al yadeh Moshe Rabbein. So you don't need the simuchim, you just need three, uh, three even amateurs in order to uh, preside. Well, so that's the Gemara's first question. When you call them dayanim, it sounds like they gotta be professionals. And then you tell them idiotot, so the Gemara will say, in what sense do they have to be dayanim? And of course the question has to be, uh, what does it mean idiotot? What, 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 why could you get away in the Mitzvah of Halitza, just with, with amateurs. And when it comes to Dinema Monot, for example, you cannot have amateurs. You gotta have the guys who, who know what they're doing. And over here, we're just saying that you can get away with even Hedjotot. We're gonna see in, in uh, the Gemara that they really don't have to know too much about the ceremony. They just, they just know how to have to read Hebrew. And that'll be, qualify them to be kosher. We'll see maybe a reason why that is so. Stay tuned. Now the Mishnah continues, Halitza, now, ceremony has in it a shoe that the Yavam puts on a shoe and the Yavama has to take off the shoe. So there are specs and specifications regarding this shoe. So the Torah, the Mishnah says, if she makes halitza, or may he makes halitza, or she makes halitza with a min'al. Okay, min'al obviously is, it's a leather shoe. Uh, it's kishira, but as she says, it is bidi'avad. Uh, but the avad is because uh, it might uh, come apart. The, uh, the top part of the shoe might rip. And uh, we, uh, that will not be kashu. It has to cover the majority of his foot. And that's the type of shoe that's still wearable, even though the top part uh, comes, uh, comes off. So they made a gezera that they don't want you to use the chetachila. Be'anpalia, if you use, let's say, kasak, that's not even made out of leather, it's made out of uh, felt. And uh, so there, or whatever it is, uh, a type of fabric, uh, that's not going to be good mm-hmm. at all. Halitzata pesula. Now, besandal sheyesh lo ekev kasher. Now, the real item they want you to use is a sandal. Uh, sandal is uh, very, very hard <laughs> leather. Uh, she says they cook the leather. And a ty- type of shoe like that, if it breaks, you can't use it. So it's no, there's no good, that, that's the shoe that they want, they want to use. The man'al, you can still wear it if it gets ripped and torn. But the sandal, if it breaks, you're not wearing it. So that's the uh, shoe that will uh, be only, and it has to have an ekev. Ekev is a, as she says, a sole or a heel. V'she'en no ekev pasul, does not have a sole that is going to be pasul. Now, barmanan, it's possible that the yavam does not have a, uh, a foot, God forbid, is an amputee. So the Mishnah will tell us to what degree his amputation will render the halitza pesula. Mina arkuba ulmata. So if, let's say, from the knee down it's uh, amputated, so he puts the shoe on that spot, so halitza keshira. However, mina arkuba ulmala, but it's already it's above the knee, then halitza pesula. Halitza besandal she'en shelo. So let's say he made halitza on a shoe that doesn't belong to the yavam, or besandal shel'etz, or a wooden, uh, you know, wooden shoe, a clog, or beshel semol uh, biyamin. We're going to learn that 
the shoe has to be on the right foot of the uh, Yavam. But the question is over here, he put the wrong shoe on the right foot. Right? He put a left shoe on the right foot. Bishil Semol Biyamin. So the Mishnah says, Halitza Keshira. In all those cases, the Halitza will be Keshira. Halitza Begadol. Let's say he put an oversized shoe. That's not his size, it's a little big. But well, you can walk in it. Or Bekatan. But a small shoe, Shuhofe et Rov Raglos. So long as it covers the majority of his foot, Halitzata Keshira. Uh, the Halitza is going to be Kishan. And I'm going to wait for the Gemara. The Gemara is actually going to go through all these cases. But now, today's subject is the judges. We started off in the Mishnah. You don't need, uh, or Halitza needs three judges, but they can even be Hediotot. So the Gemara right away asks this con- seemingly contradiction or contradictory terms in the Mishnah. Dayanim Lamali. If you told me three and you're taught, why does the Mishnah use the word Dayanim? Dayanim implies that they have to be experts. Like Rashmalan, that Shilosha, Debainan, Shilosha, Shiyudim, Lehakrot. You have to have three uh, judges that are able to be makre, they're able to read to the, uh, um, to the Yavam and the Yavama the different Pesukim uh, that are. Uh, mandatory for them to say during the process. So basically, in that sense, they're like Dayanim. They don't have to be Dayanim insofar as knowing all the laws of Halitza, but they got to know exactly how to read and how to be makre the Pesukim. Now, if you look at the Rashi Ovi, he says, right, That's what he has to say. He has to say to the Yavama, I don't want to take her. And she has to say, he does not want to take me. Uh, so therefore, so if they don't know how to read, they don't know how to then we have to do the procedure. Now, Tosfor over here says, uh, the first Tosfor of the Perek, Amazing thing, they don't got to be baki and all the other things. I guess you have that one guy there that just knows what he's doing, but the Dayanim really don't have to know too much. Why? It's amazing. Because if they, if they have a question or they did something, they can always ask. They can always call the guy, listen, we did this, were we right? No, you got to do it again. So there's everything like that, they can always ask. However, about Kiri'ah, because they don't know if they read good or not. So it's not like they could ask that. Halakha, you could ask. We put the shoe like this, she took it off like that. But they say, did we read correctly? We don't know what you read. What, what, what did you read? They, they, they think they read correctly. And they, they don't know what they read. So the judge the items they have to have. So again, you see according to Tosfot, that knowledge of the, of the process is not necessary. And the question then is again, so... Uh, what do you need? Uh, uh, what do you need dayanim anyway? First of all, in the halitza ceremony, that's a question in itself. It's not. A, it's not a legal proceeding. What do you need? Whenever you were dayanim, usually it's a court case. You need dayanim. Who's, who's getting judged over here? And secondly, once you're having dayanim, so why don't they have to know anything? Why do you have a minimal uh, knowledge? So the mefarshim over here have discussions that why is it that they don't have to know too much? As opposed to Dine Mamonot. Because in Dine Mamonot, you need a brain. You have to know the halakhot in order to judge a monetary case. You cannot have a hidyot, because you can know the halakhot. Hid, you just need them to be present because it has to be done in front of them. But it's not the pshat that you need their analysis of anything. So that's why uh, they don't have to have uh, 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 the knowledge that, a, let's say, a judge on Dine Mamonot court would have to have. But why didn't he judges at all? The famous Shitab Rashi, I think we're going to see it, later on, and he says, because it will lead to money. Because once you have this halitza, now she picks up a ketubah from her original husband's estate. And therefore, since it has a monetary, uh, you know, uh, repercussion, so therefore, it's got to have dayanim. You know, a lot of the rabbis question that opinion of Rashi, because according to that, so then even, let's say, uh, uh, a get should need a dayanim. Because a get definitely brings to a ketubah. And we don't see that a get needs to be done in front of a 
bedin. You just need to have the, you know, the edim and the husband and the wife. So that's a question to ask on Nashi. Another question to ask on Nashi is that if you're going to say that it's the ketubah that mandates the dayanim, so then why is it then, let's say a lady was only engaged, she was me'ureset, uh, and then her husband died, so the law is that you still need halitza in front of dayanim, even though there's no ketubah from an arusa. Right, so that's what they answer on that one. They, they put a little plug on that one. But again, so they, I think the Atab Sofer says that really that she agrees. The ultimate reason why you need Dayanim is because it's not the Katuf. It's a Pasuk. You shouldn't need it, but Pasuk says Hashara. You have to bring them to the gate. From there they learn you need certain, uh, like the gates of the Betin. But he was just giving you a little Ta'am uh, uh, that uh, there is an element of uh, money uh, as well. So again. But here we see that they need to read. know how to read, but so there is a. So they have to say the for the person? Oh, so from Tosfot, <laughs> that's the winter schedule. Shul's <laughs> usually closed by this time. <laughs> One second, let me just uh, turn on the lights for everybody. One second, sorry. To... That's it. Right, in that sense, they're a Dayan, in the sense that yeah, the minimum, the minimum, uh, the minimum level, the minimum level. He just, uh, he just knows how to read the pesukim in the Torah. And by the way, and, come, and not that he has to be makre. Oh, there you go. It sounds like that if if, if the guy can read on his own, so then it's uh, so, so good, good as well. No, it's, 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 it's mandating it. It's saying that it has to be the day after reading. Yeah, no, it just says. I, I think it means to say they have to be makre if the guy doesn't have to read. Yeah, you got to be on yeah, that, 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 ready, ready exactly that. ready for that scenario. That's, that's it. That explains. Right. As it, according to Tosfot, the word dayanim is right a very very minimized. There's a ritva, if I'm not mistaken, over here that says that they actually have to know. They actually have to know. It's mahlok and ishunim over here. Yeah. That, that, no, they have to dictate to him, even if you don't know. It's not in the Shunim. If they have to actually dictate or if they know it themselves, can they do it? So the Kediyah is Yes, the Kediyah is for sure The question is, is the, the Dayanim have to be Makre or the guy can do it on his own? But for sure, they got to know it. If you look at, I'm showing the Gemara according to Tosfor, but there's a Ritva that learns this Gemara that says they actually have to be nods uh, or they don't have to have maybe Simicha. In any event, the Gemara says, "Tanina lahadet tanu lebanan mitzvat halisa b'shlosha shiodein lehakrot ke'en dayanim." So that answers ke'en dayanim. So dayanim is ke'en dayanim. Rabbi Yehuda Omer b'hamisha. Rabbi Yehuda says you have to have five uh, on the court. My tamad the tanakama. What's the reason for tanakama? The tan the tanya. We have brayta zikinim. It says in the pasuk by Yibum. Uh, zikinim by halitza that you have to go in front of zikinim, and so zikinim is plural, so that's shnayim. Ve'en bedin shakul, and we have the regular law that says en bedin shakul. You never have a uh, uh, an even amount of uh, judges on the court. Mosifim alehem or the hadarekan shelosha. So it's two plus one. And the question over here, of course, is there's a reason why en bedin shakul? Of course, you're voting on things. So when you're voting on things. So therefore, you don't want to have a push court. So therefore, you have to. But he's not voting on anything. So therefore, they have to just be present. So why would you need a? a why are you throwing in the law of embedin shakul? So Tosfot deals with that over here. Hacha gabe halitza ates shapir de embedin shakul mosifim alim odehad daika. There is over here kama pelukte bematnitim because there's machlokor in halitza, and then in the proceeding, stuff can come up. Uh, do we do it this way? Do we do it that way? That she taught. So therefore, Embedin Shakul Tosfot says is needed to satisfy the Mahlokot. Uh, but then he discusses like Semichat Pad. Semichat Pad is why the Pad Elim Davan Shel Sibur, which is nothing, nothing to talk. You just need three to 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 to, to witness it. So why do you need Shelosha Kasher? Also, the Gemara the Semichat is a Mahlokot if you have to do it with all your strength or not. So that might come up. So if that comes up, you need to have a embedin uh, uh, shakul. So that's what he says over there. So again, 
the Tanakhama's opinion is how do you get the three? Very simple. You had the word Zekinim. Zekinim is two plus one because the Embetin Shakul, and that takes you to three. But Rabbi Yehuda, he comes along and he found a word Zikneh. So he has the word Zikneh, and he has the word Zekinim that is written in the parasha. So Zikneh is two. Zekinim is two plus one because of Embetin Shakul. So he's got two five. So again, Zikneh Shenayim. Zikinim Shenayim Embetin Shakul Mosifim Alehem Echad Harekan. Hamisha. And to for over here, Zeknes Shenaim, Zekrim Shenaim, Pirush Bekuntras, Venegeshaye Bimto Elab, Leene Azekenim. Now, um, we have actually another Zekenim that she's going to tell us. I should have read that she first, so I'll do that. That she says, Zekenim, or Zekne, Bekarulo, Zekne Iro. So I have a Zekenim, Aval, Venegeshuyim Bimto Elab, Leene Azekenim, that she found another word. Another zikini. So now, according to Rabbi Yehuda, you should have another two. So you should have six plus one should bring you the seven. So that she should have, that zikini was so what the guys we talked about already. So don't, don't count that, that last zikini. Understand? So you have, zik, you have zikini, zikne, and the third zikini is just a repeat to the guys that we were talking about over here. That uh, Tosfot says, He says, I don't, uh, I don't like that. He says, because we see in the Gemara Sanhedrin, that it uses, let's say, the word Elohim, 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 to learn how many judges, and it doesn't say, oh, the third one's going back on the, the ones before. So he doesn't, uh, he doesn't like that, uh, what does she says. Well, many does the Kirim de mechtav. He's saying, that pasuk, it's not going back on the other judges, but you need that pasuk to be written for itself, he says. So you can't count it. Why do you need it for yourself? It says, Zikirim le'ineh. Diyava ketiv v'negesha yibimto le'inehem. Because it says, and the Yibim will come in front of the eyes of the Zikinim. Now, if it didn't say the word Zikinim, if it just would have said that the, the Yibamah will come in front of them, right, I would have thought that a Yabam who's blind cannot make uh, Halitza. So therefore, it has to say the name of the Zikinim, that the Yabam can be blind. It's just the Zikinim cannot be blind. That's the name of the Zikirim. So that Zikirim is needed for, for that item over there. That's why you can't, you're not counting it over here. If the guy is a blind guy, he would have no problems. That's why Tosfot doesn't count that Zikirim. Now, we're going to start playing some Talmudic ping pong over here because all these words need to be used by every rabbi. So the Achamim said, I got the word Zikinim. That's two plus one. The Buddha says, I got a Zikne Zikinim. So it's four plus one. I think it's okay. But what are the rabbis going to do over here with Zikne? So it says, What are they doing with it? That's how they know That's how they know that they don't have to be uh, professionals over there. That what it says over here, zikneh, meaning uh, anybody over there, even guys that are not uh, part of the uh, official, official semicha. That's the word. Uh, now, normally, zikinim uh, would be afidu zikneh shuk, like a normal zikinim. So that would come and tell us, head your thought. Now, the problem over here is, how is, and as she says over here, mev'eh, Exactly, which means over here it says the word Sha'ra. Now Sha'ra sounds like uh, you need Bedin, uh, you go to the gates of the Bedin. So if I didn't have this extra word, uh, normally when it says the word Zikinim, Zikinim means even Zikinim from the Shuk. So the Chavara, why do I need this extra Zikneh to tell me uh, uh, regular guys? So normally we say Zikinim, that should be enough. No, because over here we got the word Shara. And Shara says I got to go to the Bedin. So since we got the Shara, I got to take them out. So I need another word to come and take them out, which is Zikneh. So Zikneh teaches me that it could be even Hedjotot. The problem is, how is a Biyuda going to know that they could be Hedjotot? But a Biyuda, Hedjotot minaleh. That's amazing. Hedush over here. 
He learns that hidyotot from the word le'ene. Well, I get the word, what is, what is the eyes of the judges got to do with their competency or their uh, simicha? The amar mor, le'ene prat lesomim. So the judges cannot be blind. Le'ene, they got to see. Oh, now what do you mean judges can't be blind? Why do you have to tell me judges can't be blind? We have a standing rule that dayanim are not allowed to be balemumim. So why would I need a pasuk to come and exclude a mum? Ela must be, because they don't have to be judges. The fact that you're telling me that they have to see, because if they were regular judges, pasuk have to see. You, we have a law that's going to say, they cannot be baal mumin. The fact that you're coming to tell me that a baal mum is not kasher, must be because these are not judges and the hadush is even so, they cannot be baal mumin. And it says, just like Betin has to be totally, you know, just people, have to be, you know, without any uh, subjectivity and without any nigiot or prejudice, that will cause them to pervert the deen. That means minukim betzit have to be totally squeaky clean when it comes to justice. Kach bedin minukim mikol mum. They also have to be clean from any physical blemishes. Shnei emar. This was said by the Sanhedrin. Kulach yafa la'yati umum en bach. The pasuk that's telling us that the Sanhedrin is not have to, cannot have any blemishes over here, and therefore uh, the fact. That if, if you were telling me that you needed zikinim, meaning uh, dayanim, hajrum, you know that can't be blind. That's, that's a blemish. So in fact, you tell me, oh, le'ene, means they can't be blind. Must be that we're not talking about dayanim. That's how you know you can even get away with head uh, yotot. And the Tosfot over here, uh, I think, quotes uh, something, maybe even from this week's perasha. Yafara yatimu aval sham imach. This week's perasha talks about when Moshe Rabbeinu Put the 70, 70 rabbis, uh, 70 uh, zekenim. So it says, sham imach. That the 70 will be imach. And the Gemara's Doresh, Bedomin Lecha. Bedomin Lecha means over there that they have to be miyuhasim. They have to have the proper lineage. Now, Lod Darshin and Elen Yam Psud Yuhasim. So he's asking, why over there didn't we judge it the Gaber? Mum, why the Gabbai Moshe Rabbin when we said uh, th- that they should be with you? We just looked at it as a, as a family, uh, uh, not a physical. So he says, Over there they weren't doing avodah. So they were, the, 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 the first item that you posel a judge is not on his goof, or I can't wait what his goof is. His lineage, that's more something. So therefore, that pasuk was learned specifically. By a psul in or pigam in lineage, but over here you can't go any other way because it's mum and bach. Over here, it clearly says umum and bach. It's talking about a physical item. So here we had no choice to learn it the gabe uh, uh, physical womb. That's what those four says. Veidach. Now we got to go back, back, back. We got to. He returned it, so now we got to answer it. Veidach meaning tanakama hahu leene myavidle. What do they do with leene? Because they don't need Le'ene to teach me Hedyotot. They learned Hedyotot from Zikneh. Ahur, Rabau, Da'ata, Da'amar, Rabah, Sriche, Dayane, Lemeheze, Ruka, Dekanapik, Mepuma, Deyebama. Dekhtiv, Le'ene, Azekinim, Viyarka. Wow, they have to see the rock. Part of the procedures, as we're going to learn, she spits. So it has to be already enough uh, spittle that the Dayanim can actually see it. So therefore, it, uh, that's what Le'eneh, what you do has to be in front of the eyes of the, of the, of the, of the judge. The Kanafik Mepuma, the Yebama. Good. Dekhtiv Le'eneh Azekenim V'yarka. So now, the Gemara comes along and says, Hold it. The Biudan needs his dirasha also. He agrees that the judges have to see 
So now we're back to the question. If they're going to use le'eneh, which they are, ultimately, that's going to concede over here, and say, I need le'eneh to teach me the rock item. So now we're back to the question, how is the Be'udah going to know? Hedjotot. That's what the Gemara says. I, 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 I give it to you. I know I need le'eneh really to teach me rock. So now we're back to the question, where's the Be'udah going to know? Hedjotot. Right? So therefore it says, oh, I have a place to teach me hedjotot. Where do we know hedjotot from? Navka bebe Yisrael. The Pasuk says, Le'akim le'achiv shem be Yisrael. That he does not want to establish a name for his brother in Israel. Now, as in Israel, Israel sounds like Yisrael, Kodehu. Israel, in front, of the, in front of these judges, in front of these uh, people. And he calls them what? Yisrael. In fact, he calls them Yisrael. So then already we know that even if they are regular uh, regular guys. Okay, so now the Gemara says, V'idach tarakama, which means that they learned Hidyotot from Zikneh. So what do they do with the word Yisrael? So it says, Hi, Yisrael, my Avidle. What do they do with it? So the Gemara says, V'v'eleh lichdetani, Ravshuwe bar Yehuda, Be'Yisrael, Be'bedin shel Yisrael, Ve'lo be'bedin shel Gerim. Amazing. From here we learn that even though Gerim are definitely Jewish, but they are not fit to sit on the uh, Bedin. And therefore, when the Pesuk says, Be'Israel, Hadush over here, Halitza, you got to have uh, Jewish-born judges, and you cannot have, uh, you cannot have uh, Gerim. So the Gemara comes along and says, V'idach, according to the Be'Yehuda, that learns from the word Yisrael, that you can have hidyotot. How does he know that Gerim cannot sit as judges on Halitza? So it says, Be Yisrael acharina ketiv. So we have another Yisrael. So therefore, since it writes it a second time, that's how we learn it, from the second Yisrael. So the Gemara says, the Idach, what does Hakamim do with the second Yisrael? Amar of Yehuda, Pamachat, Einu Yoshvim, Lefnei Rabbi Tarfon. One time, we were sitting for a bitter phone. And uh, Yibama came to make Halitzah. It says, at the end of the ceremony, they have to call the guy, This is the guy that made the Halitzah. So from here you learn that anybody that's on the, the Medin over there, or anybody that's present, I should say, it's got to say this statement over there. That's what Israel says. Forget about the five. The five or the three, whatever you need. But they were, they were sitting there, but they weren't part of the Bedin. So he told them, no, be Israel. It's got to be done in front of everybody. So they were, whoever's present has got to scream out, Bet Chalut Anal. Oh, so now the question is, how does it be Yehuda? No, there's Ve'idach. Be'venikra nafka. So he has this from the word Ve'nikra. Shemo, Shemo. It says, and you will call his name Bet Halutz Hanaal. The Beisrael Darish, the Smicha, the Sabche, Etzel, when the Klas Shemo, when the Klas Shemo, the Chodei Lo Avi Mashmal La Anot Kulam Eladavka Adayan, when Lo Akol Aomdim Sham. But the fact that says the word Yisrael by the Klas. Vinikrash Shemo, just could have said. That's because we'll be Israel. Ella comes to teach you that. All of them uh, have to announce it. And he comes along and says it's actually from the word Vinikra. Now, uh, the question over here is uh, I guess you have to say that word Vinikra is sort of extra. I don't know, I don't know what the, what the, what the person could have said. I mean, you got to say something. Why is that word extra, Vinikra? So he's learning like that. Like Tosfot said. That the fact that it, it could have just said uh, and then I would think it's just going back on the Dayanim. The fact that this is that teaches me that all of the Israel that are there have to be part of the Vinikra, and that's how the Behuda knows it. So the Gemara now says, Okay. Now you want to say like that, according to this over here, Vekaru Shenayim. Now you want to start counting every time it says Zikenim, Zikne, and all that business over here. 
So now we'll start piling on more Dayanim. Why? We got a pasuk that says Vikaru. Also in the story. Karu is another two. They will call. And it says, uh, they will read. Shanai. Vidibiru. And they will speak to him. That's another two. Shanai. So therefore, Achenami, he adding another four. The Rabbi Udare Kantisha. Because she got the five already, plus another four. And the Rabbanan, Hare Kantisha. Because you got three, you got seven. So which means, what you're ready, you're starting with this business over there. Anytime you see a plural language in Halitza, you're adding another two judges. So therefore, uh, why don't you add uh, more? You know, we need this for other laws. Aha. Normally, they got to summon the guy to the court or summon him to the Bedin. So normally, Bedin is able to do what? Send a Shaliyah. Over here, we have a special law by Halitza. They cannot rely on Shaliyah. They have to actually go themselves and summon him to the, to the court. That's a big Hadush over here. Tosfot comes along and says, Right? In Kiddushim, we have Pesukim. The agent of a person is like himself. Why don't you learn from Halitza? The fact that the Torah tells you need to actually go get the guy yourself shows you what? An agent is not like you. Why didn't the Gemara Kiddushin use this uh, Gemara to prove the opposite result? Gemara Kiddushin has proofs. How do we know Shilohot Shiladam Kimoto? It gives you a pasuk. I don't know, Gemara should have started the other way. How do we know Shilohot Shiladam Lav Kimoto from Halitza? So it was for the Shomar, the Yeshkama Kittuvim Abayim Kehad. We have a general rule. If you have two, let's say, uh, pesukim that are coming to tell you uh, uh, the law like that, once it repeats it twice, we have a law. It's only by those cases and not by anything else. And since we found by Egla Arufa the same thing that the Dayanim have to do with themselves, so therefore, it's only by those two. It's only where the Torah said it explicit by Egla Arufa and Halitza. Therefore, you cannot learn from from them to the other cases. He says, Aviyatsu teaches me what? Like it says over there, in another case. A lot of cases. Now we have the, he has the reverse question. Why do you need a pasuk to come and tell me? Just learn, learn. These cases are the exception, right? So everywhere else is. is. So therefore, from the fact that Torah went out of its way to tell me these three or four cases, and we know the law that says, so that's it. Those four, but everywhere else, yeah. So why does, those, why does the Kibbutz have to go in a positive and teach me? For the fact that we need to tell them the Michlal, the implication is what? The Be'alma, Havi Kemoto, that's the question. If it wasn't for the Pasuk that we had in, in, in Teach Me Shoshan Kemoto, I would have done all these other Pasuk for something else. It's only because I know Shilichot Shiladam Kemoto from there, that, that's why I was Doresh, she's persecuted me over here. You need Shilichot nonetheless. And, you know, Shiduk doesn't work. You need to do it yourself. But if I didn't have Shiduk Shalom Kimutai, I would have learned all these Pesukim in a different, different way. Okay, so that's, that's the first Dirash. The second Dirash is what? Um, number two, elav. They speak to him. And what do they speak to him about? They speak to him and they tell him, that they got to give the guy the Yabam good advice. Sometimes you have over here, uh, Yabam's a young guy. And the Yabama's old lady. It's not going to work. Uh, different uh, ages, it's going to bring to Kitata. Or the opposite. You have the guy's an old man, and the Yabama is a young girl. Uh, too much uh, age difference over there. So the Dibiru, they speak to the guy and say, listen, you know, even though you want to make it boom, uh, it's not going to work out this marriage over here. She'im haya yelid, if the guy, the kid was a yelid, he's a tzair, 
old lady, or the opposite. Who's that kid? The yalda. Omrim no malicha etzel yalda. What are you marrying a young girl? Malicha etzel zikena. What are you marrying Chetiana for? Klach etzel shkemotcha. Go marry, marry your own. Ve'al techniz ketata letoch betcha. Amazing, amazing lesson in Shalom Bayit over here. You see that the more compatible the people are going in, the better chance you have. Shalom Bayit. Klach etzel shkemotcha. Take somebody that is, that is like you, that is more similar to you uh, in age, in way, in practice, and so on and so forth. That's why, by the way, the, the Ramban writes in, in the Torah that uh, before the Torah was Osir Arayot, the most logical person to marry is your sister, is, uh, is your relative, because it's you. It's, it's exactly the same custom, the same way, the same head. Is there. But the Torah was osir for whatever was osir, and it becomes, uh, you know, obviously something that's uh, illegal. But outside of the Torah, you know, since, since they're saying the Gemara it says kemotcha, so therefore it's it's it's, it's, more, it's more kemotcha. It's less less ketata. Candy? No. You need his. So no, no, that's because it's a mitzvah shemigufo. He need his foot. It's a mitzvah shemigufo. It's a ketufi need. It's a mitzvah shemigufo. Need his foot. <laughs> That's the problem. He can't send somebody else's foot. Amar Aba, Amar of Nachman. Halak. Now we get to the halakha. Okay. So Rav Nachman says, Halakha halitza shelosha. Okay. So we're only need three. Why did he posek like that? Okay. We have a tana. Stam, stam, tana. Our Mishnah. Our Mishnah said what? Mitzvah Halisa Bishlosha. So what do you want over here? Didn't even mention if you were down the Mishnah. So it's a stam Mishnah. So he says it's stam nan kibate. That she says on the top, bematnitin. So there you go. Amalerava, Lerav Nachman, Ihachi. Now he jumps to Mi'un. He says, well, mi'un na meh. You know what mi'un is? Mi'un, we said, is when a, uh, a father, let's say, has a right from the Torah to marry off his daughter, but let's say he dies. So then the brother, mother of the brother has a right to marry off the daughter, but it's only a banan. And she has a right to make a refusal when she becomes a uh, gedolah. That's one case. There's also a case of mi'un when the father is alive. What's the case when the father is alive of mi'un? Where he married her off already once. Once he married her off once... Uh, that's it, he loses his rights again to marry her for a second time. So the point is, but when it comes to mi'un, the Gemara says, Nameh, we have a stam mishnah. Ditnan, ha mi'un, this is in Gemara Mishnah Sanhedrin, actually, page two. Mi'un uh, v'ahalitza, regarding mi'un and halitza, bishlosha. So therefore we should posek also that what? Mi'un should need three. Now, I don't think the Gemara over here is saying that every... Oh, why is it going on only asking about mi'un? Every, every then, every, make a rule now. Every time you have a stam mishnah, the halakha should be like the stam mishnah. There's no rule like that. So why is it going to go, oh, uh, mi'un? What did you pick mi'un for? There's, there's, there's 5,000 stam mishnahs that we have. We can ask why every. Why, why don't you ask a general question? Imken, kol stam mishnah, ya halakha gemoto. Why did it pick the, pick the mi'un? I saw brought down because mi'un and halitza is a similar item. It's a similar item where you are... Uh, making a procedure to get out of a uh, a, a, a marriage. It has like a similarity to this uh, to this item. Like the halitza breaks the, uh, the, the 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 zika, so mi'un breaks the the, the the connection between her and the husband. So they were asking on, on things that are similar, and we do see that, like you see in the mishnayot, they travel together. Mi'un and halitza, like you see in Sanedrin, mi'un and halitza, they put those two together because they have a they have a similarity. Uh, Correct, correct. It's not, it's not, it's, 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 well, she has a choice to make mi'un, but she doesn't have a choice to make uh, halitza. That's, uh, now, look, look, look at the Tosfot, by the way. It's Tosfot, that's what he says. Now, look at Tosfot, Ihachi. I feel mi'un nameh. V'im tomar, ma'i parich v'chi b'shvil kach nefsot l'chos tamiha mishnayot? Just because you, you, you're going to posek by every stam mishnah. V'im tomar, the halitza mi'un damu lahadadi. They're similar to each other. She... 
תצא על ידי מעשה שלהם, right? חליצה שהיא תעשה מעשה, שהיא takes off the shoe, במיעון שהיא makes the מיעון, ומתונה מבעדת עדיין, also you see them travel together in משניות. אוקיי, anyway, the Gemara says, what's the משנה that says? המיעון והחליצה בשלושה. וכי תם החנמה, and maybe you'll tell me, אין החנמה. Yeah, we פוסק like that, that you need three for מיעון. Who told you not like that? I'll tell you who told you. והתניה, we learned in a brighter, מיעון, בית שמאי אומרים, בית דין מומחים. You need experts. ובתל אומרים, בית דין, you need מומחים, או שלא בבית דין, either or. אלו ואלו, בית שמאי בית דין אגרי, מודים שצריך שלושה. However, the ביוסף, ורבי יהודה, ורבי אלעזר, ורבי יוסף, מכשירים בשניים. ואמר רבי יוחנן, יוסף בר בנימה, אמר רב נחמן, הלכה כאותו הזוג. And therefore he was פוסק, what? By the way, it's רב נחמן again, that says what? הלכה כאותו זוג. And you didn't פוסק like a סתם משנה. You פוסק like this זוג over here. So then the question over here is, make up your mind, that is the question. Now, Tosfot just has a side question over here. What, what are you talking about? Tosfot's asking a question. I don't, we have a standing rule throughout Stam Mishnah. It's Mahloket, Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbanan. Yahid v'Rabim, and like Rabim. It's like you're fishing over here. It's like, oh, you know why we should post it like Rabbanan? Stam lan kebateh. Guess what? We should post it like Rabbanan because of Yahid v'Rabim and like Rabim. סמות תוספות, הואיל בסתמנן כבטא, אבל משום דיחיד ורבים, הלכה כרבים, אין נפסוק כבטא, תמסתבר תעמד יחיד. וחדוש תוספות says. He says, it's more מסתבר the reason of your Behuda. He doesn't tell me why. I don't know why it's more מסתבר, to be honest with you. But he says, because since it's more מסתבר, that rule of יחיד ורבים, הלכה כרבים, goes out the window. Uh, amazing thing here. Maybe uh, you want to say, you could say, because the whole idea is that you're going to see it's mifares. Ah, mifares. 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 But the point is, the cloud of Tosfot is, 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 is noteworthy over here. That we always thought, is, uh, that's it. And that was saying, not necessarily. is very important unless the other opinion is What's the pshat over here? So that, so if you wanted to learn it like Belam Danut, you could say that that like we saw this sevara in, uh, in 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 other places that there's there's different types of rovs. There's the the quantitative rov and there's the qualitative rov. So you can learn like a rov be kamut or a rov be echut. So if you're just counting up consensus, you only got fifty against three. But if those three uh, brainy people, so those three brains are like a hundred brains. So therefore, you learn from the, the, the quality of the three, so they're, 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 they're of Be'echut. So it could be the Tosfot saying that Sevara, that when you have some Mistaber Milta, that puts a, a, a rov in Echut, and therefore you can... And that would be Rabbi Yehuda. So that's why the Gemara has to come along and say, oh, we got to stop. We have a new reason. Stop, stop, Kibate. So the Gemara goes, oh, you're going with the Stam rule? Abotai, you're going with the Stam rule? So then you should posek like a Stam Mishnah Masekha Sanhedrin, that was posek, that Mi'un is three. And we don't do that. We know that we posek like the pair of rabbis that said Zimun is enough to have two. So make up your mind. Do you posek like the Setam Mishnah or do you don't? So the Gemara says, Hatam Hadstama, Achatrestame. Amazing. Amazing Gemara. Gemara says, well, you know, take out your calculator and let's count up the Stam Mishnahs. Over there, the Gabi Mi'un, you got one Stam Mishnah and Sanhedrin that bit. But over here, you got two Stams by Halitza. I got the Stam over here in Yibamot, and I got the Stam in Sanhedrin that bit, because it mentioned also the word Halitza over there. So, when I got two Stams, then that's it, I'm locked in. But over there, I got one Stam. Right, one Stam, come on, don't make, don't make such a big deal, one Stam. So the Gemara says, I know what you're talking about. Hatam nami, even by mi'un, today's tamen, you know. We got two stabs by mi'un also. Sanhedrin plus 
earlier we learned on Daf Kafe. Ditnan mi ana or shalatza befanab yisaena mepeneshi who bedin. Remember we said in the earlier we learned this great Gemara that talked about judges that rule on a case can they benefit from their ruling? You know, like a rabbi that ruled uh, that a lady came to break her neder. And, and, and if you can't find the breaking of the net, then you got to get divorced. So the, bit, the rabbi came along and said, yeah, sorry, I can't find you a hetev. And therefore, you got to get divorced. He's not allowed to marry her. Because we're going to say, uh, that's the reason why he didn't find her a hetev, because he was trying to marry her. Look, that's what But we said, that's only because one rabbi could, could be mefendi darim and we're hoshesh. But if you have a betin, we're not hoshesh of collusion, that the betin got together in order to, you know, matir something for their benefit. That's why it says, the betin that was matir, the mi'un, one of the rabbis in the betin could actually marry the lady that they presided on her mi'un. But you see that the Gemara calls it a betin. That's a stab. So therefore, you want, you, you want to play that game of counting stabs? Okay, I can play the game also. So you got two stabs by Halitza. Guess what? We got two stabs by Mi'un. And therefore we should posek three. Why did you posek by Mi'un? Two. So the Gemara says, no. Keep on counting. Elahatam trestame. Hacha tlatastame. That's amazing. Here we have three stabs by Halitza. And over there by Mi'un we only got Two stamps. What are the three stamps? Oh, we got Sanhedrin, we said is one. We got our Gemara, one. And that later case, Andav Kabdad mentioned, Oshahalza Bifanav. The case we just said, the three Abedin that presides over a Halitza, one of the rabbis can marry the, the lady. So that's also Abedin. So therefore, count them up. Three stamps, we're going to forsake like the stamp. Two stamps, ah. Al Gemara says, come on. Whenever there's a thing like this, every stam, every stam. When do we ever now start counting how many stams to decide if that guy, if there's a stam, there's a stam. So the Gemara right away says, Mechti, hastama vehastama. Mali hadstam, mali trestam, mali telata. Do me a favor. What's one stam, two stam? It's a new client you make it over here. Whatever's going on. Stam is a stam. Now you count stams? So you must forget about that. So now we're back, we're back to square zero. What's the question again? The question is over here. Why? When it came to uh, Halitza, you were posek what? Three. And when it comes to Mi'un, you come and tell me, you only posek two. So the Gemara comes along and says, you're right. Ela Amar of Nahman, Bar Yitzchak. The reason why we were posek like Tanakama is because the following reason, because we have a Tana, after already Rabbi Yehuda argued on something else. What does it mean? Go to Sanhedrin. That Mishnah Sanhedrin. Semichat Zekinim. That's talking about the Semichat that the elders have to put on the animal by the part, when they make a mistake in halakha, they got to bring, and the rov sibur follow the halakha, so they got to bring a kurban that says the zikinim have to put their hands on the, on the head. So simichat zikinim, it says what? Ve'egla arufa, that's the measuring between the two cities where they find the dead body. Do you need what? Bishlosha. Lebrei Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yehuda Omer Bahamisha. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, you need five. Now continue, the Mishnah. Ha'halitza. Now it's when it comes to halitza, you need how much? Three. Hey, where's the biyuda? It should say, the biyuda omer, hamija. By the way, the biyuda knew how to jump up when he argued on the biyoseh. The first case by Eglad Ufa and on, uh, on uh, Semichad Zekinim, where the first rabbi said, the biyuda said three, the biyuda said, not three, five. Okay, now continue the Mishnah. Halitza, shtosha. The Yehuda doesn't say anything. So what does that teach you? Shma'amina hadar be the Yehuda. Must be the Yehuda retracted. Okay, so that, that there's no more opinions anymore. There's one opinion. All that ping pong that we played this morning, uh, that was a, a mental exercise. The Yagdit Ravi Yadir. The Maaseh, the Yehuda retracted. Really, how many old, how much you need for the Senate, for Halitza? Three. Like what God said, Shma'amina, therefore, Shma'amina, 
And look at the Tosfot over here at the bottom. Tosfot over here says, Shma'amina hadar be'e Shma'amina. So now Tosfot says, Pasak Rabbeinu Tam, Desomeh be'ahad be'enad kasher lachalitza. Okay, a blind uh, judge is kasher to preside. We said that he has to be able to see. So Tosfot says, okay. got no problem. As long as he has one eye, he'll be okay to see the rock, and therefore you don't have to have vision. Even though it says... Since we took him out of being a Dayan, so therefore he could have a movie. Right, move, move, move. No, we, 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 we uh, right, we withdrew. Can't be blind. Right, can't be blind. Right, right, right. That, that one, that blindness is only an issue to see the rock. There was, since he can see the rock with one eye, he's okay. Now the Gibbara comes along and says, new issue, new subject. Gibbara comes along and says, like this. Amaraba. Serichi Dayane Lemigba Duchta. The Dayanim, they uh, have to establish a place where they're going to make the Halitza. It's an interesting law. What does it mean to have to establish a place? No, which means they have to actually either go there and we ahead the place where you do the Halitza, go there the day before and say, you know, this is the makom where the halitza ceremony is going to take place tomorrow. Or uh, they have to put it on the invitation. As uh, it's going to be in this place over there. So if the Yavam Yavam just showed up here, it wouldn't be... We didn't must be in the place. We'll tell them to go outside for a minute. I had the place. So it says over here, how do you know? Dikhtiv. It says, ve'alta yibimtoa sha'ra. Exactly. El azikinim. So the word sha'ra, it's mashma, that the place has to be mizuman. Uh, okay, do we have a that she over here that she says the mikvah dukta exactly the shem kach hashara makom mezuman the kach mashma. Usually shara means bedin, right? Bedin, exactly. But here it's coming. Look, to say since we know we don't need a bedin, so shara is coming to say it's at the, the place itself. Okay, here we go. Fun begins. So these rabbis, the tzaddikim, they did a halitza with five. Keman, Kerebi Yehuda. Obviously they're taking the Yehuda. It's the only opinion we had of five. The Hebra says, But we just said he retracted. So the Hebra says, No, the Fersumem milta. They're just doing it. You don't need three, three is enough. But, uh, you know, the more the merrier. Therefore, they added Lefersem. Uh, now, what's the reason why you need a Pirsum over here? What's the logic why you would need a Pirsum? So they say, so a Kohen won't come to marry her. Kohen will not come to marry her. Now, if that's the case, because. Ko- right, the husband died, she's a widow. There, were, there was no divorce here. So when it comes to a divorce, you don't need five. Because divorce kind of has a call. Divorce, I know she was married. What happened to them? She's still alive. What happened? Oh, I got divorced. Okay, so Ken knows to keep away. My sheikh in here, the husband still, uh, the husband died. Husband died, so then she's almana, like you said. So what do you need? Ah, oh, you got to be farsay, make a lot of noise, so the Kohen will know that this lady is going to be, uh, is going to be forbidden. Get documents. I get his documents. Very good. Gets in the court. And therefore, Allah Baruch. So he says over here, So he says over here that there's another reason that they give. He says, one reason is, uh, In order that people will know that she's available. 
So this was like the Shetchanim wanted to do this over here. Shetchanim promoted this over here. So there's another single on the market. So everybody will know, hey, she's available. And therefore she can... Uh, so uh, that would be, that. let's say, uh, that's the hub benefit. So the nafkin that would be, can she come along and say, uh, don't, don't do me any favors. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not getting married anyway. So, uh, you know, just get three rabbis. And, uh, but if you say it's... Uh, for the Kohen's uh, benefit that he knows, so that maybe she doesn't have a right to be uh, mochel on this uh, advantage. The big question anyway is, how do you look at the mitzvah halitza? Just in general. Is it an obligation to do halitza? Or only if the lady wants to marry uh, out to the shuk, then you got to free her. But let's say she doesn't want to go out to the shuk. Let's say she's an old lady. She's 90 years old. She's not getting married. It's done. Now her husband died. And they didn't have children, there's a brother. She said, do me a favor, I'm not getting married anyway. So what do I need a halitza for? I'm, I'm good, I'm staying, I'm staying. Do you still have to make a halitza or not? So from the Mishnah, it sounds like, they, they call it a mitzvah halitza. But okay, maybe it's a mitzvah halitza only way to matira ibama nashuk. So again, it's a big mahaluk at Yishunim over here. And some Yishunim will say, you gotta make the process regardless. And that is out for sure. Mikubalim, Process is for the process. And something, you're doing something. The Shavuot, and you know, you're freeing souls and stuff. Whether she wants to get married or not, that's got nothing to do with it. So therefore, she doesn't have a right to come along and say, you know, uh, uh, pass. That's a very important point. Okay, now the Gemara continues. Rav Asher Ikla Lebe Rav Kahana. Okay, another story. So Rav Asher came to the house of Rav Kahana. Amar Salik more le gaban, le melu yebe hamisha. Again, the five. Five. So we need five. So could you join us for the halitza ceremony? Amar of Kana, avakaim na kame. One time I was in front of the Yehuda, vamali tasak le zilza de kane, le itzilufe be hamisha. Let's go to the. Uh, to the group of the Hakamim over there to again make a uh, gathering so we have five. Amrulo, Lamali Hamisha. Amaluk Yekhdu Fasamimilta. Same thing. You don't really need it from the halakha. Ah, but and that's what they do today, by the way. Today we do Halitza, they get five. Again, because you see all these rabbis, even though they know the halakha was not like the Biuda, but the Fasamimilta. Right, Kinner to Ed. Seems like five people is why not then? Why not? Right. It sounds like minimum five. Minimum five. Rav Shmuel bar Yehuda, Hava Ka'ek Kameh, the Rav Yehuda. Okay. So Rav Shmuel bar Yehuda was in front of Rav Yehuda. Amar Leir, Rav Yehuda tells him, Sakta lezezah dekaneh. Let's go to the, you know, the group of the Hakamim over there. Strufeh b'hamisha, nefersumeh milta, in order to publicize it. Amar Leir, so Rav Shmuel bar Yehuda says, Tanina, Israel says they can only have a bedin of Israel. Bedin is said, but bedin shel gerim. Ve'ana ger ana. Oh, so he came along and he said, I can't participate because I can only go to bedin of of Israelim, and I am a a ger. So therefore, I'm out. Now, Tosfot over here has something interesting. Ve'ana ger ana. Which means, this case is talking about over here that they converted together. So his father was a goy and he was a goy and they, they converted together. So you have a guy over here that uh, is in such a case. So, lama ayano lavi belaita de pasu ger la halitza le dinema monot nami mefsil la dun li Israel kevan de en imom Israel. We have a regular law that says <coughs> you cannot serve as a dayan if your mother is not miyuchesed. So, and therefore, this guy's mother was not miyuchesed. We know the guy, his father uh, uh, was a goy and he was a goy. And they converted, uh, you know, uh, later on. So therefore, 
finish, and we just said you need dayanim. So therefore, you cannot sit, sit because you, 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 you're not miyuhas. What, what do they have to bring over here? The halitza, you can't sit because halitza. You can't sit because you can't sit bichlal. Uh, Oh, so so Tosfor answer we have to man the stanik nefsol afilu the halitzah gerim. That's what Pesuk comes to say. That even if the halitzah was a halitzah of gerim, the Pesuk is coming to say gerim cannot participate as well. That's the answer over there. Which means I would have said, okay, but when it comes to judging Israel, you cannot judge Israel. But when it comes to judging gerim, then it says ina me kasher hu nedine mamorot ladun velo kefiya. Which means he actually is kasher to judge the Nehmamonot, but the ger is pasul to force. He cannot do a law of kifiyah where the betin is forcing. So there was, since the ger is kasher the Nehmamonot where there's no kifiyah, so he thought, uh, you know, that's what we have to come along and say, but over here you still can't sit. Even though he's kasher the Mamunot. Okay, now what happens? Gibra says, Amar of Yehuda, Kegon Rav Shemuel bar Yehuda. I said, listen, even though he called himself a ger, and he reclused himself, but you know, he's a big Sadiq, this rabbi. He says, Mafkinan mamona apume. He's one, one witness, and if he says the guy didn't pay, I'll believe him, and I'll take money uh, out of somebody and trust him. What do you mean? You can't, you can't just you can say trust the guy, but uh, you know what I mean. There's laws. There's laws. Which means I will take a star out of its hiskat kashrut according to his testimony. And what does that mean? Read Rashi. Rashi says. The Maveh comes with a star. The Maveh has a star in his hand. It's a powerful item. And uh, he's, the Maveh comes along and says, pay me. And uh, one witness like this rabbi comes along and says, it was paid. It was paid. Now that's a big hadush, it was paid. If it was paid, why is the star in the Maveh's hands? Normally you will rip up the star. So he says, Rashi goes out of the and does again, we'll take the one witness. Marana Ashtar will, 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 will possess the star on his, on his, uh, on his say-so. Which is, uh, again, a tremendous, uh, a tremendous chidush. Tosfot, I don't think it agrees with this. Look at, look at the bottom Tosfot over here. Perush bekuntras beketuvot beperek hakotev delom mekra karana le. Aha. So she explains a little different over there. He says, listen, we're not going to take payment, but we're not ripping the start up either. Because maybe we'll get more information later on. So this guy's coming along to say, I got to start, pay me. And this rabbi comes, hey, it was paid. So it's not the pshad that you say, okay, it was paid, rip up the start. We say, okay, we're not going to make the lover uh, uh, pay, but we're going to tell the lover, Hold on to Ishtar, because maybe later on other witnesses will come or other proofs will surface. But at that point, it's on pause. So that, that's enough, by the way. Normally, a guy, one witness comes along and says, Pain, jump in the lake. I got a star. But he's saying, Such a rabbi comes, he has such an imanut, that will put the star on pause, uh, you know, until we find out exactly what to do. But those one doesn't like that. The end of the air. Dimken, Haba lele memar ba which means over here it just says marana uh, shtara. Uh, uh, he doesn't like the uh, the language. The, the Gemara should have said over here velo kara. Didn't say velo kara over here. Just said marana. So it sounds like you get rid of the star. But according to the way that she learned, it's not when you're getting rid of the star. You're getting rid of the star and not taking payments, but you're still holding on to the star. So he told us what the Rebbeinu Tam mefarish vechen Rebbeinu Hananel b'Shavuot orah tehaynu shelo yuchal ba'al ashtar legbot belo shavuah apume afiduhu karov lelove. Wow. Normally, 
when a guy comes along, one witness and says, what? It was paid. So therefore now, it forces the malveh to make a shivua. Hey, I didn't get paid. I didn't get paid. But over here, the hadush is, so, to, so, so what are you giving this rabbi an advantage? Any witness can force a shivua. They're saying, yeah, but even if he was related to the loveh, this rabbi, even if he's related to the, normally we don't really believe a, a, a witness that's related to the loveh. Of course he's going to say it was paid. So therefore, there's even related to the Lovet, as what says, we are going to force the Malvet to make a Shivu'ah. That's the Hadush in this case, according to If he wasn't related, So no Hadush on this rabbi more than anybody else. Okay, okay, fine, that's that. Then he says to Sfot, another answer. Okay, I got it to his fourth on the Amud Rishon. He just gives a different answer. Which means he says. Even in, if, if, if the, they wrote in the shtar that I will uh, exempt you from a shivu'ah. That the lovez, sometimes the lovez, he wants to borrow money. I don't want to get involved. You're going to make me swear one day. I'm not getting involved now. I don't like to swear. He said, no, no, no. Even if a witness comes along and says that, uh, that uh, I paid, I'm not going to force you to make a shivu'ah. So don't worry about that. So the Hadush is, even when they wrote it, if this rabbi would come, they would still make it like a Shavua. <laughs> That's the Hadush. Even they wrote it, they, they wrote it a stipulation. Understand? There was a stipulation. Even one witness comes Overall. and says that, it overrides the stipulation. Because why? He's, he, he's not a regular Edihad. When we said Edihad comes, that's a regular guy, but not this great, uh, great rabbi. So we have different opinions. Okay? Adkan. Baruch Hanu Adonam. Amen.